Hello listeners out there and welcome to Your Discovery Podcast. This is Jen Agostini, your host and the creator of the podcast and I am so stoked and grateful to have you here today as always and today I'm sitting here with my dear friend Raquel. She is absolutely amazing and we had just a lot of conversations based around spirituality but the kind of spirituality that is that true connection to that source energy that true connection to the self we talked a lot about community and the importance of creating this and also the importance of just doing nothing you know how often are you really sitting in nothingness and especially with everything that's going on right now something that i just want to say before we get into the interview is I made a post recently on Instagram uh, just kind of announcing this, you know, ability to to just be easy on ourselves throughout this experience and it's been really difficult for a lot of people to just let go and do nothing, you know, myself included, especially running my own business. I'm sure that the other entrepreneurs out there can relate to this as well and you know, it's, it can be challenging to just allow ourselves to be and do nothing and not be honing in this really intense uh, forthright energy where we have to always be moving, moving, going, going. And it's important just to allow ourselves to relax. You know, like clean your space. Allow yourself to have that mental space. Allow yourself to feel free. Allow yourself to feel connected to the people that are direct, directly around you, to the people that are far away, maybe on the other side of the world, and even perhaps more importantly, to yourself. You know, this is a time that the whole world is literally tripping balls and everyone's freaking out and everyone is at the same time in a little bit of a calm state because... We're all kind of being forced to do nothing. And I don't know about you guys, but <clears throat> I am very good at doing nothing. So who is there with me? <coughs> so I just wanted to kind of bring that in here. I usually don't, you know, let a lot of information kind of roll off my tongue uh, during this podcast unless it's in an interview with somebody uh, but so rarely do I take the time to do this before or after that the show and I think this is just a great opportunity to be able to share this with you guys and also let you know that whatever you're struggling with or challenged by right now um, you're not alone and whatever you're celebrating right now you're also not alone you know, so remember that as you're feeling emotions, when we're feeling sadness or happiness or joy or anger or grief or whatever it may be, chances are, from my belief system anyways, is that, you know, you're feeling these things, we're feeling these things from a mass amount of people, a mass community that's actually feeling this. You're channeling these feelings in a way. And maybe just a little food for thought to consider. By no means am I asking you to believe this. I'm simply here just sharing, as one does on her own podcast. Uh, so enough of me rambling about the 
you know, current moments of the world. And let's get to it. I hope that you enjoy this episode just as much as I did. Big love to all of you out there. All right, so I have a beautiful new friend, newish friend, uh, <laughs> by the name of Raquel Lopez, who is just a darling little creature, and you own a uh, retreat center slash yoga teacher training center, and exactly. you're an ex-scuba diving instructor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and you've just done a lot of really cool shit with your life. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I love you. So that's why that's pretty much all you need to be on here is that um, you've done something, anything mm-hmm. with your life. Mm-hmm. So pretty much anybody. And you're somebody who I admire and or love. That's so beautiful. So that's I love you I'm, too. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for inviting me here and share with you for everybody that is following this amazing woman. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so tell me, tell us a little bit about like what you do, um, how you found your business, kind of anything you want to talk about based around what's present for you right now. Okay, what is present for me right now, it, it can be pre- pretty different that uh, maybe the original purpose of why I start to move into my actual business. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I can say, regardless with what you told me that you are looking for when you speak with people, is that I I come from a, 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 a basic, simple life when I didn't, uh, I went to school, but it was not really matching with the way they were uh, like uh, teaching in school. I have, mm. I have nothing against education, please kids, study and <laughs> everything, but it was just not for me. And I listen many times, you will not be able to do nothing in life. And that I yeah. think there was what it makes me do a lot of things in life, you know? Mm. But I also realized that not everybody have that fire that I mm. have inside, and some people really believe they, are, they will not be able to do anything in life. So I start to try many things, but uh, um, for me, I always been a searcher. Mm. So uh, when I was younger, I searched through travel. Mm. Traveling and uh, traveling and and finding another cultures and seeing uh, the way other people live, it it teach me that there is other people to uh, other way to observe things. So uh, that start to open my mind and it put me to this uh, spiritual or, or, or self inquiry path. Right. When I start to find uh, that it was a way to live uh, free, not only in our physical level but also in our mental. Uh, emotional level also mm. and at some point I realized like okay we're searching and doing workshops and doing uh, uh, these uh, courses and learning and learning and learning well this is over when we start to manifest mm. so I it was when I discovered my power of creation and then I I did many things in life I, I was a diving instructor for take the opportunity to travel uh, in the best places I like yeah, in the world yeah, yeah. you know I always find jobs uh, and that is, this is something that I I like to share with people, like sh- uh, put your heart and your passion in things that they help you do what you love. Because mm. uh, to me it was traveling and then I, I always find the perfect excuse to to travel when I was working in that. So after eight years traveling, uh, after my 30s, I start to feel a little call of uh, settle down. Like, uh, but I didn't know how to do it. I was traveling all my life. It was yeah. eight years nonstop, moving the maximum. I've been in a place. I think it was in Ibiza for two months, 
in that what? time. But, in uh, eight years. In eight years, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, and actually, during my 20s, I couldn't uh, understand why some people, they get married and have kids and have a house. I was thinking like, dude, I'm going to travel all my life, you know? I'm going to be like free like this. But it's, it's so beautiful when the... Mm, rhythms of the cycles of the life they come by themselves naturally mm. so I start to feel I want to settle down and then I came to Copangan one day beautiful Copangan our mm-hmm. home now and uh, I felt in love I, I, it was crazy because I came to Thailand 15 times before one of my ex-jobs it was like designing clothes so buying clothes in Thailand and selling them in, in Spain okay and I never came to Copangan because I, I always say like, this is a full moon party place, yeah, it's yeah. full of party people, it's not for me. So yeah, the 16th time I came to Thailand, I came to Copangan and it's, I'm four years here and I create this place uh, with the help of many wonderful people. Uh, when originally it was just a big house, this uh, Thai structure, very beautiful in the jungle. We live in an island that is like a national park mm. and uh, it feels really wild. So what happened in that moment, I, I, I really wanted to, to settle down in a place, but I didn't know how. So I seen this house, it was quite, quite destroyed. Um, I, I was lost on the road. I opened my map, I looked to the left, I see this for rent uh, sign and uh, I called the number and the woman told me, if you want the house, you need to pay one year in advance. And I thought, well, this is perfect. Like, uh, yeah. like uh, it will keep me so busy because it was so destroyed. So I had some money saved working. I paid that year in advance and I bought like five kilos of white painting and I sit there to paint, you know, by myself. After three days, I start to think, what the fuck I'm doing here, you know? <laughs> yeah. So my original idea was to create a place when the people exchange uh practice and they exchange uh, knowledge and they exchange uh, anything that they appreciate and they feel connected in life by donation. Okay. But it was a big failure. Uh, I think... So uh, you actually tried to do that? I tried. Okay. I tried. And I was spending all my money and the people was coming and paying like 20 bucks for a yoga class, but then going out and spending 100 bucks for a beer, you know? Yeah, yeah, And at some point... for yeah. anyone that doesn't know, 20 baht is, like, less than one U.S. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. And um, so, in some point, I start to look around, and I see the other schools. There's many, many yoga schools on this island. Uh, they were surviving with yoga teacher training. That, what I'm going to be honest, at the beginning, I was thinking, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. How somebody can be a yoga teacher in, in one month. Yeah. This is BS, you know? Yeah. But uh, the beautiful thing is that uh, I, I needed to take that decision. I was running out of money. I, I was taking care of a big house, and, uh, and and I really didn't know what I wanted to do with it. When mm. my people ask me, like, Are you, did you come with this idea? No, not at all. It, it, it went completely with the flow. That was my experience, and, and that's the way I create things. Um, so one day I decide I'm going to build bungalows, and then I decide why we don't we cannot do it using only organic uh, materials because I have this experience in the past going to permaculture farms. I have a little base about that. And I have this vision about like, hey, let's create a place that uh, when we can uh, ground the people that come and do yoga, it's not everything about going up and connect with the divine. It's also about coming and ground ourselves, make some roots, you know? Totally. Yeah. This community around us, sometimes people get... This is my perception only, but 280. 
I'm just gonna turn, close these windows. Uh-huh. Because for... <laughs> we have to... We live in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently we entered, uh, I mean, we pretty much live in the jungle. So. Yeah. Okay. So how you call that in uh, English, chicharras in Spanish? I really, I don't even know what they're called. Yeah. But they're just these, like, super noisy little bugs, and, uh, yeah, they're really beautiful. Yeah, and it means it's hot. Very hot. Yeah. So, <laughs> by the way, we're sweating. We had to turn off the fan because we didn't want any background noise. This is what we do in Copangan. We sweat. <laughs> we sweat on each other also. There is nothing really good for uh, this uh, corona times, but we still sweat on each yeah. other. Yeah. Oh, my God. And every hug is like a sticky hug. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. So, when it was, I was in... Uh, yeah, the moment when uh, everything start to uh, like flow into a permaculture place mm. as natural as possible, and uh, this yoga teacher training two hundred hours in a month that it was really like no, I'm not connected with my heart. The beautiful thing is that um, sometimes life push us in a in a story that from our mind. It's, it's, it's not really working without a prejudge or, or you have an idea, as in my case. Mm. But then at some point, I realized, like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, my uh, niche, the people that mostly come to Shambhala, they are like uh, young girls, mostly. We still still have, like, a small amount of girls, a small amount of boys mm. compared with girls in this spiritual yeah. like, path. What happened with yoga that I have all my, like, uh, respect as... Uh, it's the first thing when the people they have a little awakening in a what they call matrix life in a normal society, you know, the nine to five job that I want to change, I don't know how, no, no, no. The yeah. first thing they come into their life is yoga. Yeah. You know? So to me, it's uh, it's so good because uh, we bring young people that they start to have uh, make their questions, these questions to themselves. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they come into a very natural space when everything is built in uh, like a good symphony with nature yeah and uh, they spend time with themselves mm. and this for me is the most important thing you know uh, from a western mind oh, it's so important to get a certificate that it is and, yeah. and, and, and you know as a yoga teacher like uh, doing a 200 hours if you don't have a strong 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 practice you need to have a lot of practice after before you need to uh, start oh, to teach yeah. people. You know? I always found that really surprising, actually. I remember entering my 200 hour, and there were people that had only been practicing yoga for like maybe a year or two, mm-hmm. or even less, I would assume. Um, yeah, and it was always shocking to me. Mm-hmm. But they ha- there's no prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't apply, you just sign up and pay. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we are honest with the people, and we say, like, you don't become a yoga teacher in, in a month. Yeah. But now you have the skills, you need to prepare a class and everything, the base you need to keep going in your practice and grow as a teacher, not as a practitioner. Yeah. Okay? So for me, from my perspective, the big gift is not even that. That is a plus in your personality side. For me, the gift is like, hey, finally, you have a space to sit and be with yourself. You're going to mm-hmm. hear the animals. You're going to see the palm trees. You're going to breathe natural air. Mm. You're going to... Some people, they come and they're like, ah, there's a spider here. And after two weeks, they have a spider running in their face. They're like, whatever. Because you know? <laughs> I can feel how people is disconnected from Mother Nature. 
and that create this connection with themselves. So uh, for me, that is the big uh, like uh, present we give to these people. You know, mm-hmm. I always say like that um, like we don't know when the flower is gonna open. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 when I say I, I speak about a flower opening, I speak about somebody to that recognize like our inner freedom. You know. Um, but what we do is that we put the best soil and the best sand and the best water we can and we put the flowers there and if only one flower open, that's amazing, you know? And then all they get the certificate. But my passion is create uh, spaces when the people can live in community. That is something also that is different through other schools. Like uh, we have volunteers also and students and uh, our school is a little bit uh, far from the rest of the schools mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by jungle mm-hmm. and everything is, is, is making a way that it's a continuous cycle that is permaculture. Do you know mm-hmm. what permaculture is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's for the people that doesn't know permaculture, it's a way to, to grow and live in, in, in connection with the nature with everything like follows a cycle. Uh, of impermanence also and I think it's so connected with what you teach in, in oh yoga my too. God, yeah. you know it's like a manifestation physical manifestation of what and the people is living in a community that is another point I found that is very very powerful to share with people mm-hmm. um, we grow up in uh, societies that tell us look for yourself like don't trust in people you don't know don't connect too much don't look at the, at, at, at the eyes of the people that can be Unpolite, mm-hmm. you know, and and we get into this little theater when the people they meet and they are they are like ah uh, this is uh, what I want to show about me and then I go home to to leave everything that is not acceptable in society. Ah, uh, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So I create a space when the people cannot hide. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super open. It's really like because all the. The way that Raquel's place is designed is that you have, like, the one main building. Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. But then there you eat food together, you cook food together. There's, like, the main foyer, I guess, area in there. Mm-hmm. And then in the top, that's where the yoga studio is. Mm-hmm. And then all around that, still in the same zone, there's all of the, these little huts. And the students stay in the huts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, like, tons of different, like, nature, this little pond... Um, a bunch of like old coconut shells that create mm-hmm. uh, like paths, yeah, yeah, paths or the things around mm-hmm. the plants and stuff, and it's like really beautiful, but very much like there is no running away. There's no running yeah, away. Yeah. There's always you go back to nature, you go back to yourself, you go back to your brothers and sisters. Yeah. So I encourage people to express themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and I meet a lot of people that they come from society that they are really oppressed, and then. And uh, there is some groups that then one start to cry and express, and it's like a uh, domino effect, mm-hmm. you know. And it's so beautiful and so vulnerable and so real. And uh, it's so important for me to show these young girls and young boys together we're powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not true. You don't need to build a, a life mm-hmm. isolated, you know. And it's so beautiful also that we're t- uh, speaking about this mm-hmm. now, you know, because uh, be isolated. It doesn't need to be separated in what is happening right now, you know? So I think, I, I hope this situation, like, lead us into understand that uh, if we work together in things, 
is when we can do like really amazing big things. Mm-hmm. So those are the messages I, I we try to like share with people at Shambhala mostly that uh, yoga as a way to live, you know, as a very beautiful philosophy of life, not mm-hmm. only as a Instagram posture and yeah, asana, yeah, totally. you know, as a, now we're doing this campaign that it talks about on the mat, of the mat, what happened, how you manifest out of the yeah. mat, everything that you learn on the mat, you know, and you, then you go out and, and what is the inspiration that mm-hmm. it comes, what, what is, what are you creating from that, you know, community as a way to empower us as unity in a, in, in a way, even if we are apparently separated by, by bodies, but yeah, yeah. acting as a unity and uh, connection with our mother, you know? Yeah. And then you put everything in a shaker and that's, that's Shambhala. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait for it to open back up. Do you know when that's happening? I think we are in a very, we don't know. <laughs> I don't know even why I'm trying to get you to predict this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take my crystal when, ball. When's the coronavirus going <laughs> to end? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm going to take my crystal ball. I have no idea, but I also need to say that it, I think it's a very interesting moment for our minds to stay present. Oh my God. And to yeah. practice. Now we have a, also a very interesting moment at Shambhala. We have 12 people living there because... We have few volunteers and students that they were traveling at that time when everything happened. Mm. And uh, they, they didn't have a, like a home to go back. I yeah. mean, they, maybe they're traveling for, I have one that is traveling for 10 years, another one three years. It's like, they are not really excited. Like yeah. It's like, I'm not going back home. And then we decide to, st- they will stay there. But we are really bringing the experience into a community level, you know. It's everybody's getting responsible of their payments. We pay together things. Uh, we separate uh, the foods. And sometimes we make community dinners. There is a calendar where you can put what kind of activity you want to share with the rest of the people. Mm. And really pushing them to, like, hey, this is not a hostel. Like, let's act as a community. What yeah. you have to bring. And it's so beautiful what is happening. Because at the beginning, the people was like, I don't know. It's also so hot here and kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. But what happened is like when somebody share and you get something good from that, you feel inspired to share too. And then you get some good for that. And there is a, like a... Totally. Yeah, it keeps going and it builds. You know, it builds into something amazing. So everybody that is visiting... They really don't know what to do because sometimes it's like we don't upset people to come but then this amazing man of 73 years old from Argentina show up it's like oh, I do Tai Chi can I offer Tai Chi for free to the people of your community it was like I love you <laughs> you know like of course it is all these beautiful amazing people keep showing up you know and you mm. can see how powerful it is to put people that is acting from heart and from love together you know and how much impact it can have and the like energy around of you. So, oh my god, it can change the world. And what's cool, actually, I was listening to a Tom Knowles pod- podcast, mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna kind of reform what he was saying a little bit to apply to this. But mm-hmm. um, was basically that like all we need is you know just like one more percent of people acting in this way. So he said one more percent of people practicing Vedic meditation, which is what he teaches. But I'm reforming it into one per, one more percent of people really offering energy from a place of the heart or a place of love, mm-hmm. you know, and like actually allowing themselves to really connect with nature and with each other. Mm-hmm. And then that'll like skyrocket everybody else to be mm-hmm. able to be influenced by that, but also like feel the energy of, of these offerings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
That is freaking cool. Mm. Is yeah. this 73 year old Tai Chi guy still there? Yeah, yeah, he's there. It's just this beautiful story with him. He's around. And, and I really love to have elders, you know? And, yeah. Uh, it's something that I sometimes I miss in these spiritual communities that they, they are not real as a community itself, you know? We need mm. to think like uh, how will we raise our child? How will we, will we like face situation? How will we will grow our own food? How will uh, what happened with the other people? We need them in our and we need to listen their stories, you know. Mm-hmm. The, another thing I'm fascinated about is like the, the going to the, the the tribes knowledge, but bringing into a modern way, you know, because uh, I see many people doing this like uh, rituals and medicine things and wearing feathers and painting there. But how we really apply that in our day by day life? How we can take all that knowledge? First things is have elders around you know so mm. I'm so happy to have people that they can see and splendid stories and there is this energy of cycle that keep going and on that yeah yeah totally mm. and they have so much knowledge <laughs> I love mm. how li- having like grandmas and grandpas around and just to you know share everything that they've learned in their like decades of being alive being around. and that's natural yeah it's, it's not that it's sometimes uh, maybe I, I grew up in a I, I think you don't know this one but I grew up in an old people residence I, I don't know how you call that in English like oh a, like a nursing home kind of thing yes or like an old folks home till I was 12 my parents they owned that and I lived there oh wow yeah yeah and uh, uh, it was pretty like far away from the city so I grew up like playing alone there and mm. and it also calls a lot my attention about death because I see people dying too often, you know? Right, right. So it, that calls also my attention a lot about, like, when people go, what is happening, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I love yeah. my spiritual uh, path. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's natural. It's natural. How do you feel that that influenced your relationship with death? Like, are you afraid of it? Are you not afraid of it? Uh, I think um, the I I have I still have some feeling of fear um and there, but I think it's more connected with my programming, you know, yeah, of yeah, of yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. Uh, family and ancestors in uh, Spain and uh, I mean it's 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 almost the whole world. If we are not talking about people that is living in really really connection with Mother Nature, mm-hmm. like tribes or people that is still connected with like uh all lineages that they have like old knowledge mm-hmm. uh, um, death is really suppressed in society you know talk mm-hmm. about death oh, yeah. and uh, so I would say that one of my goals in my spiritual path it will be die with joy mm. yes I feel that and will echo that mm. I agree yeah sure. it's not it's uh, there is not at the end, a difference looking from a non-dualistic vision between the, the life and death, you know. So I I will put more my attention in in the way we die, you yeah. know. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a nice topic for me. Actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I don't know why I see myself not right now, but maybe in some moment of my life, giving company to people that is dying. Ah, yeah. Like kind of being there as they die or right before, like in the, when they're dying. In the months or yeah. yeah. I, I I spoke with my mom about that and she said like, I want you to sing to me, you know, 
I, I don't play instruments, but it's, you told uh, me, like, no, her favorite yeah, songs, you know? Just to give the people dying, like, this beautiful experience of, like, yeah. okay, you're exiting your body and you're moving on to the next realm or your next I don't know why we don't make a party, or, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what the Irish do. Every time someone dies, it's uh, yeah? like, woo! Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. super cool. And they, like, drink beer and, like, just have a great time, very much, like, celebrating the life. Good. I mean, I'm sure there's Irish people that don't do that, Yeah, you know, but... Yeah, it's funny actually. Growing up, I had like, I was my ancestors are per Irish, and then the other ones are Italian. So then you have the Italians who are like all wearing black, super mourning oh. when someone dies, <laughs> and then the Irish people are like having a grand old time taking shots and stuff. That's funny. Yeah, of course that so doesn't good. mean you will not feel sadness because no, uh, and, and you are allowed to feel the process. But I think there is a lot of uh, like wrong approach in the way we treat uh, death, yeah. and it creates a lot of trauma in our kids and in society because it's it's a lot of uh, like repression and suppression. Totally, about it. and yeah. it's like I'm sorry, but we're all dying. Yeah, <laughs> sorry if I'm breaking. You're gonna die buddy. too. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna die. <laughs> You know, I mean, our bodies, I guess we can look at it in a more sort yeah. of like yogic sense in that like we're not really dying. We're just leaving our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember hearing actually this fo- like phrased in that way for the first time, like four or five, four years ago um, when I did my first yoga teacher training and my teacher uh, said, you know, like Pete, like if people are souls people don't die but we simply just leave this body and I remember vividly like however long later a few days or whatever he stepped on what I assume is like an ant or something when he was teaching a philosophy class and um, Mm -hmm. then he was like oh and just like stopped and then he lifted up his foot and picked whatever bug it was up <laughs> off his foot and then he just said may your soul rest in peace until it enters the next body it needs to and I remember my first reaction was like what <laughs> but then like he didn't even no one laughed and he he was very much just like in that moment with this bug expressing this to this bug and I yes felt like laughing at first because it was like a bit of a weird thing for me to hear. It was my first time in Asia. I was in India. Like, it was just a little bit new for me. But then within, like, seconds, I was like, that is actually so true. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, what a beautiful way to look at it. Or I had another friend that once said, um, instead of saying, you only have one life, you only have one life in this body. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. Yeah, I will, I will say that the, the ultimate question as a searcher in this space, it, it will be, who am I? Mm-hmm. And if you go into who am I, what you're going to find, uh, first thing is you are not going to be able to speak about that because what, what we really are is not from here. So yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the paradox about the people getting crazy in this spiritual searching. It's like, like why well, I can never find it? Because it's like, eyes cannot see himself. A, a weight cannot weight itself. Yeah. You know, there is a process of trusting. But, uh, but my guru, that is uh, Muji, I mm. have, I've been following him for five years. Uh, going into this topic, uh, he have this uh, exercise called the invitation. 
The what? The invitation. Oh, the invitation. Yes. So it's very powerful because he tells you like, okay, I'm going to invite you to my house, to to the house of being, but you need to leave everything you think you are outside. Your, your the sex, your body, your nationality, everything, everything is going to be outside waiting for you when you finish, okay? Wow, okay. Then you get in, and he makes these questions, you know? when Once you are there, it's like he's guiding you into, like, not listen to the mind, don't engage it, don't believe it, mm. you know? Stay in that non-space, not even look for enlightenment, nothing, you know? And at some point, he started to make this question about, like, uh, mm, can this, uh, he, he call it the isness, mm, you know? Yes, yes, I've heard of this. Yeah. It's like, can the, can the isness, uh, like, feel attached? Can it, can it feel jealous? Can it feel, uh, and then when you, you want to laugh, you know? It's like, not at all, you know? And the last question is, like, can the isness have a beginning or an end? Uh-huh. There's no limits here, you know. Uh-huh. And it's like, can can the isness die? Mm-hmm. Or oh, was born? And he's like, what? That's impossible. You know. Yeah. So I, I I recommend if uh, somebody's interested in this in this topic to go into this the invitation. You can find it also in Spotify. This exercise, okay, very powerful to experience somehow that what we really are when we are not nothing that is created by our mind mm-hmm. or, and, and nothing that is impermanence it's actually cannot die you know yeah, yeah. it's like the state of just being or the state of isness or this idea of it's funny when you said like who am I who am I who am I and I'm like, I practice Vedic meditation, and I'm very much into, like, different Vedic philosophies and worldviews and things like that, and, I mean, the probably the most well-known book is I Am Not, mm-hmm. and uh, so when you said, who am I, and my immediate thought was, I am that, and, like, I'm those trees, I am you, I am this floor, I am this carpet we're sitting on, I am this tea, and for the people listening who are like, what the fuck are these girls on drugs, like, it's... It, I mean, I didn't always think this way. This was, like, a evolutionary and revolutionary experience for mm-hmm. me to, you know, end up being in this space where I can, you know, not always. I'm not enlightened, necessarily, but... Maybe you are. Maybe. And you don't know. It. Maybe it's just an sense. idea about enlightenment, Whoa. you know? That, why Guys. should be woe, you know? No, totally, totally. <laughs> But you know like, what we are? We are like, I was thinking like we are like a, a Canadian and a Spanish ice cream melting here. <laughs> That's what we are for sure. So yummy. Eat us up. <laughs> Look at you and think like, oh my God. What the fuck? Um, yeah, but just like whenever I enter this, this mind space or this head space mm. of just allowing myself to be like, okay, I am one with whatever. Yes. It makes me realize how small I am but also realize how grandiose we all are as one and gives me this like immediate sense of like peace and compassion and empathy and ease all at once Mm -hmm. and just like I can the best way I can describe it is I almost like visualize myself when I enter this headspace 
um, kind of melting mm -hmm. into just whatever's around me. Mm -hmm. um, but beautiful. Yeah. So when you were talking about this like isness and stuff, I was like, mm -hmm. it's so it's so relatable. And Muji has a podcast too. So right? Yeah. It's at least on Apple. Uh, yeah. So if anyone listening wants to hear Muji's podcast. Yeah, I mean, he changed my YouTube life. Him. He changed my life. Mm. Actually, I went to see him. I'm so happy that I went to India right before everything started. Yeah. I don't think there will be so much more possibilities to go to Rishikesh to see him. I, and and this year it was very special for me because uh, the relationship with the guru is something that many people sometimes they feel like, why are you following somebody, you know? Mm -hmm. And at the beginning I felt a bit like lost, like why I feel this strong call for the teachings of this of this man and uh, I remember one day that I was looking at him in satsang and uh, I I thought like fuck it I'm not going back I'm not going back to my job I'm just gonna follow this guy for the rest of my life and then I'm gonna wear white clothes and, and sing kirtan and uh, and it took me five minutes there to to realize that I oh, know that is that is hiding mm. that is that is my real masters are my boyfriend and my mom and my business mm -hmm. and my and, and and he's here like uh showing me what i am you know mm -hmm. the first three years the first two years the when i sit i, I, I was completely like a tense and going to the toilet all the time and sometimes feeling like resistance about mm. the but i was hungry i was very hungry for freedom you know mm. And this year, that was the fifth year, the fifth year, I remember, like, I arrived there and I just feel so good. And when he arrived, I listened to everything he said and I, something came into my mind. It was like, that's it. Mm. Thank you. I deeply love you. I deeply love you. What you did uh, for me, it's, it was meant to be, yeah. you know? But I, I don't, I'm not hungry anymore mm. from you, you know? And then some people... That did because you know you you listen all these stories about like I don't know Vikram uh, uh, and all these uh, gurus that they've been really you know like toxic or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah. That at the same time I think most of them like Osho that person it was touched by 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 something for sure. But it's still the person they're doing life you know and then mm -hmm. there's these stories coming up. But some people they think like gurus try to control you I don't know about other people but I'm pretty sure that if I, I, I go to Muji and I tell him like I'm done with you I, I, I'm not gonna come to see you again mm -hmm. he will be extremely happy <laughs> yeah no I that like really resonates with me actually you know because like, then it, then from my understanding correct me mm -hmm. if I'm wrong as to what your perception of this is but because then it's like his thought process is I've done my job yes yeah it's everything about freedom, yeah. you know. Why, why, why a, a master will like to keep you forever, you know? Yeah. Then it's not about freedom, you know. And then you need to be really, like, brave to say, brave or really feel it on your heart, you know. Like, thank you. That's it. I totally. deeply love you. Bye bye. You know. It's uh -huh. like a great love that is, like, a fin like completely in a cycle, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. <laughs> I really, I really admire your uh, relationship to th these teachings as well, and just Thank like you. 
how you're digesting them and actually like implementing them in the way that you live your life. Mm. It's really <laughs> beautiful. Thank you so much. Um, I also, if I can ask you the first question. Of course, let's go for it. Um, because this is very much related to what we're talking about and I feel we'll weave into this a okay. lot. So, my first purpose question is, for anyone listening, if you're listening to these in order, you'll see that I um, tried to do the love route, talk about love, and maybe it'll come back, but for now I'm just like, I'm loving this purpose stuff. <laughs> um, purpose girl. The pur- purpose girl. Yeah, that should be my new Instagram handle. <laughs> um, okay, so what do you believe is the um, importance of having a purpose? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna say mm-hmm. that having a purpose is not important itself. Having a purpose is uh, a real purpose is the uh, effect of a cause of connection with your life. You know, is an effect of a the cause, cause of connection of with your life. Your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, I would like to say that uh, don't have a purpose is perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing that as uh, entrepreneurs, entrepreneur, this is a very difficult word for me in English. Entrepreneurs. 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 <laughs> Entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they should have a purpose, you know. Yeah. People should know what they... Uh, from my perspective, we don't do anything, you know. Life passes through us. And the most we surrender into that, most bigger thing we can do. Because our mind is limited, but the divine intervention of life is unlimited, yeah. you know? So there will be times in your life that you will have purpose. There will be times in your life you will not. There will be times in your life that you will impose a purpose, a purpose from your mind and it will feel maybe heavy and, it, and you will learn how to... You know, and mm. maybe you will be it will be guiding you into a path, but that will bring you something else. And I hope you're open enough to look at that mm. and maybe change completely your way. So purpose is a dance, and purpose is as uh, impermanent as everything in life. Yeah. So for me, I I will invite people to unattach, like uh, the, the 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 word purpose uh, uh, from be successful in life. You know. Mm. So I think there is this successful. Do you mean like financially, career, and, or and, any level? I see this. You know that. But you're saying detach them from. What yes. Yeah. Yes. Like. Uh, yeah. All like, those is gonna move. The, the part we see about the people that they get like famous and like uh, they um, influence us. Is the part when they are like developing a purpose that, but we don't see everything when they went before, you know, and mm-hmm. when they didn't have yes. the purpose. And uh, so, let's like uh, don't give so much like uh, importance and attention into that mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. if you really connect with yourself and if you really believe in yourself and if you really open to life and then you get into a trusting, real trusting life process purpose will come by itself even if the purpose is do nothing yeah yeah totally Mm. and sometimes it is Mm -hmm. you know okay so how i'm excited to hear your answer how would you (laughs) find your purpose how 
would you find your purpose? That you mean in the future? Oh. Um, whatever you want, however you want to see that question or answer it. Okay. Yeah. In my case, yeah. I'm going to say that I have some strong connection with purpose. Mm-hmm. Or I, I just download things. You know, I just mm. sit one day and I receive something. And I don't know, uh, I'm not going to say, like, I'm, I'm better or worse or I don't know what that happens. I just uh, believe mm-hmm. when I, I, I get something and it gets so strong. Sometimes mm-hmm. some, some things I get so strong and, and, and I get so excited. And uh, what I need to learn in my case is sometimes is to relax and don't like jump into this roller coaster of like wow when I was in my 20s I was mostly like that like that oh now I want to do this and I, and I was a person that I not only like uh, have the idea that it, it really developed the things and I, and, and I don't stop till it's done mm-hmm. in the way like you know um, but in my case uh, it's more important during that process to don't get into my mind a lot and push too much myself, you know? Yeah. So with the years, I decide that my priority is my peace. So the the inspiration come, but I cannot tell you where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So, but it's from, it is from you being in a peaceful state. Uh, I don't know if it's a peaceful state, if it's a connect, connected state. Okay. That in my case, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be... It's, it's peaceful, yeah, it's peaceful. If, but it can, be, it can be noisy, it can be joyful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. but it's peaceful also. Sometimes yeah. we connect this peace with like... With uh, calm, I'm, uh, I was meditating yeah. and then I received this. Like, <laughs> that can happen. And sometimes it, it's, it's mostly the, 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 the moment when it can, it can happen. But it can be a moment, it can be a... It can be a landscape, you know? Mm-hmm. It can be inspiration. It can be art, mm-hmm. you know? And then, I don't know, maybe it sounds crazy, but to, for me, it, it's, it's God talking to me through mm-hmm. life, you know? And there is coming one idea, and it's like, what? Well, this can be this. And, and to me, it's so important that those ideas, they are expansive, you know? Like, uh, uh, it's good for me, only it's good for the world. How, how can be good for everything? Because mm-hmm. I discovered that... Uh, the infinite possibilities on the field of creation. So it's like the idea is coming. It's like, wow, wow how can be a win, 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 win for everybody mm. from the planet Earth and for me and for the people that is around me and for the local people that is in the place where is, this is developing. And then it comes, it just comes. But uh, I, I will say something about that. And it's like, it comes from heart, mm. you know? It comes from heart. But the different people, maybe they, they yeah, develop yeah, and they yeah. connect in different ways. That's uh, For me, so connected with my spirituality. Whatever is that, because I, I, I don't even think like it's, it's a way to don't be a spiritual, how you cannot be spiritual, whatever, you know? But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Some people feel like um, really turned off, though, by the word spirituality. And from my experience, it's because people often relate it to religion mm-hmm. and they're like oh if I'm spiritual it means I'm religious when mm-hmm. it's like that's really not the same thing from my perspective okay I have a good one for that yeah like there is nothing more different than religion than spirituality and I'll tell you why religion will talk about a god that mm-hmm. will ask you to do something to uh, be what you are spirituality talks about you can say the word you want to say, but it's not asking anything for you. 
more than that you are connected, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So there is nothing more separated because one is asking for and the yeah. other one is not. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. my theory. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, actually. <laughs> Spirituality versus religion. They're very, yeah, they're very different, actually. And I think it's important to make note of that, too, because I know a lot of people in this world are turned off by... Um, religion, which I mean, rightfully so, it's kind of done some weird mm. shit. But then it makes some people also turned off mm. from spirituality. When I'm kind of like, it just has so much to do with like, yeah, connection, as you're saying, mm. love, freedom, the end. Mm. You know, the people t- get turned off by the meaning they give to words, but yeah, words yeah, has nothing yeah. itself. Yeah, totally. You know. I've, uh, I've been also a real follower of uh, Course in Miracles, and uh, it's a book. Do you, you know uh, a Course in Miracles? I haven't read it, but I Okay, know it's a typical book that the people open. It's like, the fuck is this? They're talking about God and Son Spirit, and they use these Christian uh, words. Language, yeah. Yeah, and many people just close it right away. And uh, that book teaches me that you can say God, you can say church, you can say stick, you can say, yeah, yeah, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? So... Yeah, we give meaning to the words, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, realize this is, is so empower and it can mm-hmm. makes you really free. Oh my God! Thank <laughs> God. I just went to check to make sure that it was still recording, and I pressed the wrong button and didn't turn on. I was like, Oh my God! No. Is it dead? Okay, we're okay. Yeah. Sometimes I get a little bit nervous during, and I'm like, Is it recording? So I just yeah. kind of give it. Yes. Yeah. There's some <laughs> behind the scenes info if I don't cut that out. So, do you feel that I answered your question, darling? You did 100%. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you the next one. Okay. Um, what is your purpose? Even though, okay, I granted will, everything you just said. I will go into present moment yes, all the time. Yes, in this moment. In this moment. Uh, <laughs> okay, in this moment, it's my purpose is nothing. Yeah, I, I, I just create this plan to like take out all my like actual projects, you know, yeah. uh, like I, I, I delegate in other people and uh, I want to enjoy this process that is happening in the planet in a completely gene state because I'm, I'm usually I'm so masculine and I'm into action, action, action. And my own perception is that the planet is asking for more feminine energy. Mm-hmm. The planet is asking for like being and, and less action. So right now my purpose is don't do nothing. Uh, but I'm if, so resonating with that. <laughs> yeah, there's a big call. There is a big call and it's manifesting in, in the most creative ways, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, if we go deeper into that, I, I will say like community is is mm. what it, it really moves my heart with all my respect. Like yoga for me is the best way to put people together. It's a really uh, amazing uh, way and, and, and to live, that, to put people together. But for me that it really like, uh, like uh, uh, the big call in my heart is the community. And mm. I think is in this moment, when everything that will happen in the future that I don't know what it is, and I'm in this I don't know space, um, yeah, community will be that uh, what I feel like uh, called to do in some in some mm. moment or develop or, or, or yeah share with people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nothing and community. <laughs> nothing nothing and, and when it's not nothing, it's community. <laughs> I love that. 
Um, something that I've been discovering throughout recording this podcast is that everybody's purpose in some way re- revolves around love. Hmm. And doing nothing is love for yourself. Having And, I mean, love for others because it's vibrating from yourself. But hmm. just to put it in plain terms, it's love for yourself. Doing community stuff is love for the greater. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so I just love how your two purposes are to do with you personally mm. and then everything outside of you. Mm. And you need the you personally in order to really help the everything outside of you. Totally. I think we had this conversation the other day looking at a beautiful sunset when I told you yeah, like, people yeah. like us, like uh, our our lesson to to learn sometimes is to to find that space to ourselves to feel it and 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 we have we have this capacity you know to connect with life and receive this information but we need to be like uh like sometimes in our silence and our space you know mm-hmm. and 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 really be like uh ecological with uh, the way like uh, we connect or we give all the time you know mm-hmm. so for me there is not a difference in the, between that space and the, and the everything because uh, that em- emptiness that for me, um, by the way, is so difficult to do, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I want the people to know this, you know, it's, it's not that like, I feel lazy, I don't want to do nothing. This for me is more challenging than create another project. Yeah. It's more challenging, you know, to say like, now you stop and you observe and you open space for whatever it is. Some people it's difficult to, to move or to find uh, when they want to put their energy. I want to put my energy everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my natural uh, way to operate. So that for me, there is not a, a difference between everybody and the nothingness, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's the, the way where these polarities or this non-dualistic thing find each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely. And it's the perfect time to do that, actually. It's funny because um, I'm noticing that now is kind of the time to like be catching up with friends and stuff, like over the phone, obviously. Uh, but when I'll like reach out to friends back home or they'll reach out to me, it's kind of they're always like when are you free or I'll ask when they're free and for them it's always like yeah I'm literally free whenever Mm -hmm. but for me I feel like I'm I mean I'm working a lot right now because I'm just finishing up a job uh but otherwise all of the work that I want to be doing when it's you know for my own business is all things that feel very much channeled in this feminine energy Mm -hmm. as you were talking about before Mm -hmm. and yeah yes still having to to do with the doing of things but really doing it from um the like taking the direction or learning the direction from this divine self or from this like more feminine flowy side of me Mm -hmm. and not from this like just being in like a good vibration you know (laughs) <laughs> that was maybe my neighbor. It's <laughs> having fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe they're having sex now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what have... I'll ask this a little bit differently for you. Um, what have you given up in order to discover this purpose or these ongoing purposes? What I have given up in order to discover my purpose uh, it's a tricky question for me what I have sorry what Same. I have give up even if it was easy to give it up maybe it was easy mm. 
because I don't really know what I give up. Uh, can you give me a, like a, maybe uh, an example? Because it, it can be connected with the project I have right now. Yeah, yeah. So, for example, a lot of people have answered to this that they've given up like safety, security, comfort. Mm. Um, or those are things that they will give okay, up. Okay, I have something. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really give up for it, but I, th- I felt that I... It, like you let it go kind of thing? Mm, no, no, then okay. I, I'm not going to say that because I was going to say like a, like my freedom, completely freedom of movement, you know, like a, when I was a backpacker, yes, like I, I wake up in the saying. morning and I go. Yeah. I, I, I cannot, yeah, but uh, I, I, I still created my life in, uh, in the most free way possible, so I'm not going to say give up. I just, that is not connected with me. What I give up, uh, okay, I'm going to say that even if I create communities and the community I have right now, mm-hmm. I give up to be a very active part Mm. Uh, in a in a social way of the community, and this is something that it took me a while to learn, and mm-hmm. it was a little bit painful for me, because mm-hmm. my idea was I create a community and and be super active part of it in a social level, but sometimes it's difficult when you are a leader, uh, you need your own space, because uh, it's it it can be like a difficult for me at least to go there and everybody ask you things all the time or you know what is your what should be your uh, um, the way you manifest there, you know. So I a little bit give up in in be there all the time and part of an active, active, active community. You yeah. know, have my okay. my bungalow out of it, and then I, I I go often to my own space to recharge and yeah, yeah. And that took me a, a little bit at the beginning. I was like, but I want to be there, you know, with everybody, and but. Uh, yeah, there is a business side also. Yes. And there is an, and, and you need to be in your center for these yeah, things. Yeah, and yeah. for me sometimes I'm a very sensitive person and and that's the way I put boundaries and I and I and I it's more healthy for me. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I love that. I love that because you know it's it's again bringing this focus back on to you you know Mm -hmm. like what am I going to give up I'm going to give up like this kind of socially constructed ego Hmm. to then just be in with myself or be with this community maybe less Hmm. but so I can fully be there with them Hmm. Give them my full attention, and then give myself my full attention. Mm. Yeah, 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 and don't get so influenced about personal things that happen there. Yeah, to take decisions, you know, um, it's, it's it's very difficult to be so so connected in a deep 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 level with everybody there, and then take decisions very like obje- in an obje- objective way, you know, and and try to take decisions that they are the best for everybody. Mm-hmm. So yes, I I took this this decision actually I read a book about it also you know because I, I always work for other people mm-hmm. and I, I always work for myself but uh, when I work for other people I always have in my mind I couldn't understand like why people have employees you know and the relationship they have with them I get super personal with people so close when I have somebody working with me 
I and, and we are like and for example I have this guy Ral I love him so much he mm. has been working the with, Colombian guy yes yeah. he has been working with me one year and uh, he's amazing he was just loving my place uh, so much when he made this um introduction to the new stu- new students coming sometimes he cried just speaking about the love he had for the place you know mm. so for me now he got married and he's supposed to move now he cannot move because the the situation I have somebody new working but my idea is to create a project with him in Colombia maybe mm. and uh, and then he will be the owner also of the place and little by little he can buy uh, half of the part to me and then uh. we, we share like the for me the idea is like uh, my employees if they if the somebody give me the chance one day to grow I want to give them the chance yeah. to grow also I don't see the point in just being like making my yes, money yes, and yes. Don't, don't grow as a real community or, or as a mandala that is our law be a real mandala that is expense, expensive, spending spending yeah. in every level you know so uh, yeah this is my my vision about yeah. about this you know so I cannot I'm, I'm very connected with people I don't have really this separation about like I'm the boss or you yeah. know I, I practice with them sometimes I go and eat with them you know that you don't see that in any yoga school that the owner goes with the mat and they sit with them and meditate with them but then I, I cannot be there all, all the time because yeah, it, of course, it, you it, have it can like, be a lot for yeah. me yeah it can be a lot I mean it's a lot even as a student <laughs> in a YT yes. you're just like whoa so especially if it's your business you yes <sighs> wow I love this conversation. I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel enlightened. Again, maybe I am. You know it's the first time somebody makes me an interview? Really? Yes. What? Yeah. That's, that's I guess, not, it's not not surprising, but I, I guess, I mean, I am a little bit surprised. Mm. But uh, I have another interview in one week, and I was thinking, like, I don't know if I, if maybe I would get blank. I don't know what to say, or, you know, but uh, suddenly it's like I'm speaking with my friend, and I'm finding value in what we are sharing. And I think it's it's, it's, it's beautiful that we just sit here and and we give the best of ourselves, you know. And if only one person gets inspired by it, you know, it's. It's perfect. That's one person. That's one person who will have one conversation with somebody else who maybe sparks something in that other person. You know, it's like... The butterfly yeah, effect. Yeah, crazy domino effect that it can create. And um, yeah, it's funny because a lot of people like don't really realize that. I actually had a student of mine reach out to me the other day, a student and a friend. And she was basically just like, because of you, I've been, like, meditating so much for so long, blah, blah, blah. Like, I have this many days on my um, on my Insight Timer. And because on your Insight Timer, it tracks how many days you've meditated. Okay. And she was like, yeah, I've been meditating so much. And it's had, like, such a profound impact on me. And, yeah, I feel like I'm going to cry just writing this to you. And at the same time, like, I've reached out to teachers and stuff in the past being like thank you for teaching me this thing because you've taught it to me and I've shared it with so many people so you were just the beginning of this domino effect mm. you know so cool huh? when you can go back and say like you remember this yeah check this out yeah you know I was explaining this story yesterday about this um NLP course I mm-hmm. did um it was five six years ago it was like 300 people in that room and uh, this it was a typical exercise about like uh, project the, the 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 best you 
you know, mm. in this white canvas, you know. what? And then uh, we were starting to be like a therapist and 80, 90% of the people, they were like uh, in their like um, uh, therapy place with their patients and they were helping a lot of people. They were doing this, they were doing that. And, and they passed me the mic and, 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 uh, and the stand up, I say, I didn't even know Copangan. I didn't mm. even know nothing about this. And I said like, so I live in a paradise with Turkish waters and we are a community when the people can heal and spend and this and that. And I, I play super big, you know, mm. it was like, and the place is so beautiful and tropical and, da, 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 da. and when it finished, it was like two seconds of silence. And the guy was like, one applause, please. You know, it was like, <laughs> yeah. So it was so funny because he, and then he said, that's what I say, guys, play big, you know. That was in this little town in Barcelona, you know, and then mm-hmm. when we, in general, don't think like, uh, yeah, I'm going to move in a tropical island, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it sounds pretty cool. And it's pretty cool, actually. And it's what they It's did. pretty cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, after one year and a half or two years, I have Shambhala, uh, I realized, I remember that, it was like, shit. That happened, yeah. actually. So I contacted the guy. I was like, maybe you don't remember me. But uh, one day this happened. And check this out. And it's in the, the like website. The yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's so funny because I've like realized a number of times like, wow, I've actually manifested a lot of shit into my life. And like I've, I've so many times I'm like, I see myself having this or doing this or being this and then it always happens mm-hmm. so cool mm-hmm. so cool I mean you know within reason yeah but anything that I can remember like actually really wanting to have or see or do or be it's all come mm-hmm. you know uh, but yeah not not greedily doing that I think as well is important always coming from a place of like gratitude mm-hmm. when when in these spaces gratitude for what we already are and have and be and gratitude for this future potential self as well mm-hmm. and what it has and mm. is I can't know. really feel when it's done you know I mm-hmm. can't really feel I have this uh Sentence that could somebody tell me like, are you thinking to do it? And and I would say like that is done, mm. and it didn't happen yet, but in some point of the of the quantum field, it's created already. It's done. We don't need even to go there. It's done, you know. And totally. uh, yeah, um, it's, it's, that is a very very interesting. We've been also in the course uh, like uh, we've been doing like the working in these visualizations mm-hmm. things. You know how how powerful it, it can be. But I, I, I will like to say that, uh, that to me there is a, a step forward into that, mm-hmm. that is like, uh, oh, okay, I discovered that I'm a creator, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a creator of all my reality, actually. I'm the observer of my own creation. That means I, I can create whatever I want, and that mm-hmm. means like uh, I'm I'm not living in a chaotic world like uh, like Newtonian world when you can walk 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 in the street and something happens and you don't know why it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's like there is like an observer power into it. You know, we're creating our reality uh, 
through that and it's giving us like a responsibility but it's also giving us power because mm. you have the power to create whatever you want but yes there's, there's a right to the point where it's like okay this is what I want I want I want I want I want I want and then at some point it's like what about if I go one step further mm-hmm. and go into the completely trust in life mm-hmm. that I want that life wants yes and the point is like uh, no matter what you want and how big you can play you know that you cannot imagine. Mm. Of course, it's unknown. Of course, it can be fucking scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it goes beyond the belief, you know. So to me, it's uh, it's at that point when you say like, yeah, but I knew I like this, 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 and this. Like, and what about if we if we trust a lot and we go to that field of possibilities, saying whatever you want. Yeah. Whatever you want, I'm open for you. Whatever you want, I'm your server. Yeah. You know, it's super powerful. And for some people, it's like, you're weak, you know? Mm -hmm. You're giving yourself to something. You're like bowing into what? Yeah. Into life, you know? It's this so beautiful metaphor about like a warrior that doesn't need to fight anymore, you know? Yes. It's like I take my sword, I put it on the on the ground and then I bow and say like whatever it comes yeah you know I trust you yeah definitely and I'm, and I'm open just surrendering play. yes yeah. and I'm open to play whatever yeah yeah. you know totally yeah, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> okay so if there was like one piece of I don't know advice wisdom knowledge anything like feel free to just take a moment in yeah. silence and kind of channel it in but just or if you know, there's nothing. But if there's something that you feel called to share, mm-hmm. care to share? Okay, I'm going to take that second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will share that um, our biggest mission in this beautiful life Mm -hmm. is find what we really are and with that the freedom that it cannot be affected by the world that not about nothing that happened outside you know Mm -hmm. so to me that will be the goal and then we play in this you know uh how you call it in in english a park of attractions you know in this yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you know then you play, and then you play like a kid, and you play pleasant, present. But but remember who you are. Mm-hmm. Remember who you are. Like uh, it doesn't matter if 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 we choose to suffer, like one hundred, one thousand, one million years more. It's okay, you know. Like uh, but but some of us we decide like I'm done with that. You yeah. Know? And then, like if you have that fire, yeah. Give, mm-hmm. give up and, and go to the goal mm-hmm. the, and the goal is, 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 is the freedom on the mind is the only place like you can be so free you can travel tomorrow you can have all the money of the world you can it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you have it or not but I will I will say find the freedom that is not affected mm. by the world and enjoy this experience as a kid again yeah, yeah. find that child <laughs> okay, so if people want to get in touch with you, find out about your yoga school or anything like that, how do people reach you? 
what's your I don't know your Instagram your website anything you want to give away um, write this down www.lacasashambala.com um, that is our website where you mm-hmm. can find actually we're preparing now an amazing 300 hours uh, course online uh, for all these teachers that they already finished their 200 hours we have a amazing amazing topics to for all these people that they finish their 200 hours but uh, they really want to know how to teach how to give uh, like whole space how to go into classes that they are more specific like mm-hmm. opening hips uh, handstands mm-hmm. like it's, we are creating a, a very very beautiful um, content for this course it will be available in one month and because uh, my heart is saying me that this it will not go uh, for too long. We have uh, teacher trainings, 200 hour presentials going on from, I think, uh, August, September, October, November, December, every month. We have one teacher training going on. And uh, also we have this uh, another course uh, offer online where you can do the hours of philosophy mm-hmm. there's 20 hours of philosophy in a yoga teacher training course by the way so my idea was like okay now the people is at home what uh, they can learn better than philosophy um, to connect with themselves to maybe look at the circumstance from another perspective to create a foundation in, in, in their like uh, in their thoughts and the way they are living things right now mm-hmm. And then when you come, if you decide to come and make the whole course with us, we will uh, like discount that money and the hours from the course. So you will have 20 hours extra to go to the beach in Kopangan mm. and, and to the mountains and uh, stay in the jungle and get sun on your skin that I'm pretty sure that is what you are craving <laughs> If you're for coming to Kopangan. Right now, that is going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. So yeah, I also have my... Instagram account, the personal one is uh, something new I did, but I'm putting all the beautiful pictures I, I did in my travels. Is uh, the how you call this thing now? Serial underscore underscore the underscore serial creator, and there is the is the place where I also share all the new projects I'm doing. And that's it. Uh, that's where you can find me. Awesome. And all of that will be in the show notes, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And check out Raquel. She's dope as fuck. <laughs> Get inspired every day and do yeah. her teacher trainings. Mm-hmm. Um, really, I'm not, I'm not pushing. I'm just, I'm your conscious speaking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for you know giving us your time and your energy and playing with us no. and having these conversations thank you for being this like a uh, spicy alive woman like moving it moving it moving it yeah it's just such a wonderful thing to see like a young lady like you like uh, so inspired mm-hmm. and so full of power and uh yeah like uh, really nothing can stop you girl and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud. Thank and you. also thank you for everybody that is listening to us today. Yeah. And it takes the time to share with us. Uh, we love you. We love you. <laughs> this wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Or maybe it would be. I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe I'd still I'd be doing this if literally no one was listening. <laughs> but I love that you're here. Okay. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm lost already. <laughs> <laughs> 
hope you all enjoyed this episode thank you so much for cal for being here with me with us so appreciate it um, be sure to check out the show notes just to see Oliver Kell's contact info if you missed it at the end. And yeah, I would really love it if all of you who are out there could share this somehow. So, you know, whether you share a screenshot or a quote that was said or you post it to your Instagram story or you post it on Facebook or you subscribe, you know, just support. This is... This is kind of how I run this is just through support. I, you know, I don't pay the interviewers or interviewees. Um, I don't pay myself through this. I simply am just here to share what I believe can be very powerful conversations and information. So if you can do us the pleasure of sharing the podcast somehow, that would be greatly appreciated. And be sure to give me a follow as well if you feel called to on Instagram. My handle is at Jen with two N's dot A-G-O, also in the show notes. And yeah, check out my website, check out the other things I offer. You can just go in my link tree that's in my bio on Instagram. That's kind of the go-to for people now, it seems. Um, But yeah, hope that you all enjoyed this episode and I'll see you. Well, you know, I won't really see you, but I'll I'll spiritually see you maybe (laughs) at at the next one. All right. Catch you later. Big love.